What's up, guys? Welcome to the sesh, Rob. Hey, everybody, we're back. Uh, this week's episode is brought to you by pecans. Oh, nice. <laughs> do you know what uh, nuts do to your body? They um, regulate your hormones, so you should eat them. Oh, Take them with you. Thank you. I'm going to have They're these. Good. It's Thank good you. stuff. It's, it's from Ray Thomas, fact. man. Ray Thomas. Thanks, Ray. He's <laughs> like, who? <laughs> who? Well, by the way, we got a very special guest today in, in the house. Uh, kind of introduce yourself. Tell everybody a little sure. bit about yourself and what you do. Sure. My name is Daniel Viveros, and I'm a life coach. And what I normally do is just talk to people. I counsel people, talk to them. Uh, I do teachings on whether it's leadership or how to find the purpose, I would call it purpose and destiny for your life, how to find meaning, uh, a goal for your life that you can actually follow. Wake up every morning for, uh, with a, uh, Nietzsche would say, with a why, you know, mm-hmm. and, and so you can actually defeat any house. You know? So it's a, it's a fun thing to do. Plus, also a very important thing. That we have a lot of people right now, with, they're so confused. I mean, you go to college and, and, and you ask, oh, what's your major? And they still tell, uh, uh, Juniors and seniors, and they'll go like, um, uh, um, I think, and they tell yeah. you, you know, yeah. or even when they're about to graduate, well, I, I want for this, but I, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even just say it's just with kids. I mean, I'm, I think adults yeah, too. I now. still don't know what I want to do. Yeah, well, there, that's the thing. It's like nowadays, it's it's very interesting because yes. to live on social media at my age, you you see a lot of different things, and you see how people want to live and produce their life on social media and you also see the younger generation coming up and then the the thoughts of how the older generation thinks about the younger generation and how the thoughts of the younger generation think about the older it's a very interesting time to be alive especially after covid i feel like Mm -hmm. a lot of people kind of went like shit i'm just i'm gonna go with it and go wherever i want to go and figure things out and then i think the repercussions of that are starting to come back Yes. What, what do you think about that? Uh, actually, when COVID hit us real bad, it was during actually the main, I guess, the, the hardest part was in 2020. The psychologists would tell us, you know, uh, this is nothing compared to the outcome that is going to come after everything settles down, the, the psychological outcome. The repercussions is, of it. Yeah. It's, uh, we ha- the, uh, uh, Suicide rate went fifty percent up. Oh. Uh, violence at, at home went fifty percent up. A lot of psychological problems went up because of staying at home twenty four seven. You know, and uh, they told us about that, and nobody believed them. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, politicians would always play the political game, and and uh, doctors and psychologists would say, just wait. And right now we're seeing. A lot of those effects that are coming out. In fact, and I believe that's very personal. A lot of the problems we see, even with the shootings in, in high school and other areas, it's just a product or a byproduct of this lockdown that we had for for over a year. That the psychologist told us this is going to happen, and and a lot of people didn't listen. You know what I heard that's pretty interesting is this psychological warfare. Since like uh, obviously we we got shut down by COVID, and this is controversial. I'm not gonna say. It, but obviously, we know where it all came from, right? That's their psychological warfare. Is you've seen China that like, go into TikTok now, and then there's certain things that Americans see on TikTok versus the Chinese 
Yeah, because mm-hmm. the Chinese own TikTok. They regulate it. Yeah, they regulate it. So, so yes. even they're talking about that as being a type of psychological warfare where we're, we're only seeing people that we... Well, it's making are us stupider. Stupider. Yeah. Our, our time <laughs> so, frame of, of concentration yeah, is less. because you go to China and you go through your... Um, TikTok and you're not going to see the, you see educational yeah, you stuff see, you mm-hmm. see uh, big huge accomplishments by children by by their leaders and it's very very um positive and influential messages messages that they allow on TikTok in china but yes what they are pushing here is just stupidity. entertainment yeah it's, it's just yeah it is is mind-numbing nonsense it's it's an interesting thing to, to see <laughs> yeah you but love, I love it. it thank <laughs> you china yeah in fact people had asked me why don't you join TikTok?" and i went what I've seen so far in TikTok, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, it'll eat your time. Well, and what's interesting ruin your about day, man. Like, when, yeah, well, it, there's there's nothing on TikTok that's filtered. Like my daughter's on TikTok, and, and yeah. now not anymore. But she was seeing, or I was seeing live going on, like the Ukrainian war, the yes. Ukraine war against Russia. I was like, I was seeing it happen on social media. Yeah. If I have access to that. Everybody a six-year-old yeah. that st- told stole their mom's cell phone to make a TikTok account has that same access. Yes, that's interesting. Yes, yes, it is. And, and uh, there's a lot of restrictions in other countries when it comes to TikTok, especially China. Uh, it, even though they're uh, they created that and mm-hmm. they said, okay, America can buy anything, so they, they sent yeah. it to us, and and we're the ones going crazy with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, China has gone like, no, 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 you can't do this. No, 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 you can't do that. And uh, not going to name the president. There was a president uh, a few years back that said, we need to ban TikTok, and, and nobody listened. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're having a lot of issues with that. And now some uh, <clears throat> politicians are telling us we need to do something about TikTok, you know. So yeah, fine. the interesting thing about that, too, is when they sold, they, they made, America made TikTok sell them an American version, but all the American data has to go to China first, yeah. and then they give us back the information. You don't think that's, like, scrubbed? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. It's China an interesting has a place to power living. right now, I'm, even in Hollywood. You know, they'll tell Hollywood yeah. what, to, what to do and what not what to do. What to say, <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's crazy. It's funny because you, in a lot of these movies now that the, these A-listers are making are being backed and financed by... Mm-hmm. By the Chinese, yeah, it's it's a lot of things, but you know, I'm uh, going back to our uh, our point. You know, the, you, you mentioned something that is so 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 right. Uh, it's this is not only within the youth, even though my wife and I love to uh, get engaged with them and try to help them out, but uh, adults are going through the same thing mm-hmm. you know, right now because uh, this starts in the very beginning. If you didn't get with it when you were and let's say in your teenage years, uh, it's not going to happen out of magic when you're 40. You know, a lot of people say when he or she turns 18, you know, yeah, they'll mature. Just, yeah. Or when they turn 21, they'll mature as if there was some magic in numbers. You yeah. know? And, and if uh, you can be the dumbest person at, at, and the craziest and brainless person at, at 17 and turn 18 and nothing is going to change mm-hmm. unless you purposely changed it, you know, and... But people keep saying when he or she turns this age or that age or as soon as they have a baby or as soon as they get married and, yeah. and things don't change in the, through magic. We have to actually have a purpose. We have a... Uh, well, and also reason. people mature through life lessons and life experiences yes. too. So they mature at different levels. I can, I can see a 12-year-old that is obviously mm-hmm. way more mature than a lot of people I know. <laughs> I mean... It's Change and growth happens to us as we're growing up every day effortlessly 
in terms of the color of our hair, the size of our bodies, how we grow. Yes. So because we wake up every day and we notice something, a little change that we had no, that it was involuntary, yeah. we take on that trade and then we become lazy in terms of you want a change, a personal change. Mm -hmm. Well, like you said, it's not just going to happen. There's not a number. There's not a day that you're going to wake up and say, man, I think I changed it. I'm not going to be such an asshole yeah. today. Yeah. yeah, You know, you, you have to make the choice to change those conscious. things. Yeah, yeah, conscious. Conscious choice and an effort. Small little choices. I mean, uh, little changes that you can do in life. And you'll be surprised how those little changes that you do, even just, like say, uh, I, I, I want to lose weight. You know, mm -hmm. I, I notice you post that you talk about, about health. And, yeah. and you make those little changes in life. And, and, and then you turn around in a year from now. And you're going to see a big difference in your life. Right? The problem becomes that it's a year. <laughs> and I've, I've noticed this to be true. It's like when we, we talk about it all the time, it's like we want to make an effort, a conscious effort to change our bodies. And yeah. we don't want to change the foods that we eat or we don't want to do the things that we need to do yeah. that we know we need to do to do this stuff yes. to make a better life for ourselves. But it's hard. Like, I yeah. get it. Like, it, it's hard. It's the it hardest is. thing I've ever had to do. Well, that's why it's called growing pains, man. Even yeah. when you're growing as a child. I, mean, I went to that myself. You yeah. know, I gained so much weight at, at a time. You know, I was always very slim. I was very active. And all of a sudden, I stopped my activities, and, except the one for eating yeah. and eating very late at night and then do nothing. And I gained a lot of weight. I don't know exactly how much weight, but I was size 35 waist. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, and to the point that I, lo I was looking at a picture, a family picture, and I was the one right in front, and I didn't recognize me. Wow. I was looking for myself. In my mind, I was still slim, mm -hmm. and, and I'm looking for that slim person, and I didn't find it. So I said, and I didn't go that day, and you're right there. And I went, oh, my God. And when I started getting into all this uh, healthy products and started changing my, my appearance, I would get on the scale every day and go like, Ah, uh, it's not working. Yeah. Uh, try some. No, it's not working until this friend of mine told me, how long do you think it took you to get like this? And I said, at least a year, mm -hmm. probably more. And I said, well, I give yourself at least a year to change. Don't go to the scale anymore. Don't look at yourself in the mirror. Just work. Just follow your plan. And I did it before I knew it. I mean, the process has to go. It has yeah. to, uh, you have to go through the process. Otherwise, <clears throat> it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, a friend of mine or one of our, my mentors would say, what you do every once in a while will never give you the results you're looking for. Mm -hmm. you know, if you don't, you're not willing to discipline yourself and go through the whole process, you're not going to reach the goals that you want. You know? yeah. and, and, and it's hard. And I understand, cause believe me, it was like... Oh, man, I've been a week on this, and look, I, no changes, no visible changes. Yeah. And then six weeks, I'm um, six months went by, and somebody told me, I, 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 "Are you sick?" <laughs> no, I feel fine. <laughs> well, are you sure? Yes, I feel fine. But see, uh, people start noticing the changes, and all you do is just follow that routine, follow that discipline on a daily basis, and you have a reason to wake up. I had a reason to. It was, it was raining, put your tennis shoes on and go out there and run because yeah. if you don't go today, you skip it again tomorrow. So there, it's cold, it doesn't matter. Go out there and go, uh, it's raining, it doesn't matter. Go out there and run. You have a reason to wake up and actually reach something. Uh, it's well, uh, Interesting uh, enough, uh, do you listen to David Goggins? No. Do you know man. who David Goggins is? Yeah. 
So he's he's a very interesting character. He's saying that there's just a bunch of soft men in this world. And and I'm mean, let me ask you this because I don't I I have a problem feeling this way and questioning myself. Should should I, I feel sometimes that I have a very hard time feeling bad for people who are physically and mentally capable of achieving good things, like making changes. They don't have any sickness. They don't have any mental issues. They don't have any physical issues that stop them from achieving things, which, by the way, those people that do have those things can achieve amazing things as well. Yes. I find it hard for people that complain all the time, especially on social media. It's like they're complaining about these things, but they're physically and mentally able to go out and do something, make a change, get up every single day and do something for themselves. That's why I, I kind of like am moving away from social media. It's like I feel like it's taking my, my power like I like, I like to feel powerful. Like going to the gym makes me feel good. But yeah, no, hanging I, I out with, with men makes me feel good. Like like stuff like that. I feel like a lot of that is gone away. Yes. Have Have you seen that or experienced yes, that? Definitely. Also, what do you think about that too? I think that. Um, Am I wrong for thinking that way? No, I don't think that you're wrong for thinking it. I just think that um, some of the people out there that are so immersed in their struggle can be mentally. Um, inhibited to seeing positive outcomes you know a lot of a lot of the things that we cannot achieve isn't because we don't have the muscle mass or the mental um fortitude it's just that sometimes you're in such a deep hole that you just can't pull yourself out of it you know and 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 then that's where you know people turn to life coaches and and uh people who who they consider um a person worthy of taking their advice and, impl- and and implementing it into their lives. I know um, I know that I dealt with depression and, and I was overweight and, and didn't like what I saw in the mirror. And but I was I was a soft man, like you just said. I've never heard that. I don't know who the guy is, but it, I, I makes it makes sense because I feel that at one point I was soft mentally, emotionally, physically, you know, spiritually. Soft is a good word. There was nothing substantial about me. Yes. Um, it took uh, it took a, a, a hell of a time in my life to figure out that it's worth going on. You know, because like you said, suicide is a big thing, and and yes. I think that there are people out there who are overweight or who are underweight or who just don't like the way they look. I don't think it is a direct result of laziness or... Well, I'm not even talking about, about weight. I'm just talking about, like, in general, like, people that, that want to start something that, that have never done it before. They're on the fence, of, like, thinking, like, well, do I take this jump or do I just stay here? Or those people that are... Paralysis through analysis. Paralysis. They're paralyzed by, by their thoughts. Like, and that's the only thing that you can control is, are your thoughts. And I, I used to say it was the body and your food, but that, that's just hard too. Yeah. But you can control your thoughts. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess when I was younger, I was a lot nicer. <laughs> now my wife tries to keep me away from media <laughs> because <laughs> I'm not nice anymore. Uh, I'm, I get irritated by things that I see like, my God, see, one of the things, one, or one of my teachings is uh, you have to be willing to pay the price to get what you want. And, and a lot of people want, like for instance, let's, let's just put it on a, a materialistic things. You see a, a, 
Mercedes-Benz, the top of the line, and it's, let's say, $150,000, and you love it, and you like it, and you really want it. When you see the price, you go to, but, uh, uh, but I know I deserve it. I, I, I know I like it, and why should he get it, and, and, and I can get it. And then you start blaming everybody else, and instead of, hey, go get a job, you know, save some money, and, and then go and get what you want. But no, 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 that, that, that's too hard. I, I, I want somebody else to pay the price, and I get the reward. And right now we live in a, in a, a generation that is very much like that. You know, they want somebody else to pay a price, and they get the reward. And when they see everybody else that is actually paying the price and getting the rewards for it, they get upset. They get mad at you. Now you have to apologize because you worked hard, and you get what you were looking for. You get what you were after, and they haven't gotten anything because they haven't gotten out of their butts and, and go out there and hustle and work. And then, uh, 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 what do you think you deserve that? And uh, it, this is going to sound stupid. You know, I, I'm half Mexican, half Jew, but uh, light skin. I'm taking a, a, one of my master's class. And they tell me how much they feel uh, like uh, they've been looked down and, and they haven't been able to achieve much because they're brown, they're Mexicans. And, and I'm staring at them like, I haven't, I've never felt like that. And they told me this, that's because you're a white Mexican. And I said, how stupid does that sound? They go, no, 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 I, I was always around. Anglo people, and they encouraged me to go to college. They encouraged me to get to a higher education. They encouraged me to do great, uh, greater than what I was doing. And we're here in the Valley. I'm sorry, but I see a couple of uh, Anglo people. Most of us are Mexicans. So who's going to uh, actually look down at you if you're, he's a Mexican-American, he's another Mexican-American, and you feel like you haven't accomplished anything because you're Mexican in the valley. Mm -hmm. Give me a break, you know. Come on, let, let, let's be, let's get serious. But it's just the fact that no, I want to go through college and somebody else pay for it, and I want to have a good grade, and and I I, I, I want to be playing with my Nintendo, whatever. Uh, I guess. Yeah, sometimes sometimes I think about like our our ancestors, like you know, I had to get up and walk forever and go hunt their foods like what would they be saying like if we're just on our phones all day posting stupid tiktoks while i'm dancing <laughs> like they would come back and slap me like i mean I, I think that's where the point where it was is what i'm trying to say is like our grandparents work so damn hard yes. to get us lineage and, and and live a little bit longer and carry on our our life that is a very to populate point. the world yes, and and we're just like Playing on their phones. Like Which is one of the, the points that I would tell them. You know, if you were talking about your grandparents, great-grandparents, man, I would say, you're so right. Prejudice was so bad, and, and, and your grandparents went through so much hell to, so you could come to this school practically for free and not even try. Can you think? Can you breathe? Yes, you're in. Uh, and they had to go through so much, and they didn't complain. They went through it because they had a, they had a goal. They had why there was a reason for for getting up in the morning and saying i'm going to stand right in front of the school and say until you treat my children right i'm not leaving but now we don't see that now i so. feel like a lot of those old uh traditions are have started to fade away especially with like like our, our age i feel like is is the tip top of where 
it's starting to go downhill. Like, do you see that with like younger generation? Like, they they don't really care about traditions anymore. They they do them because it's kind of cool sometimes. Yes. But you don't see like tradition people like like the younger demographic like in in mass. Like, I, I know people that I I know like here in the va- families in the valleys that still do the traditional stuff. But for the most part, I don't see it practiced anymore. Do you? I don't. I don't think. I don't think that those traditions. Um, I don't. I just don't think they're meant to have the longevity that we would, that we fantasize with them having. When my mother passes, que ni lo mande Dios, her tamales recipes are gone. Yeah, <laughs> you no, you're absolutely right. Get, getting together at mom's house is gone. Yeah. Like, um, time touches everything. Everything, the dirt, the clouds, the our, us. Time yeah. touches everything, and it also touches. Our culture, it also touches our traditions and it also touches the things that we feel define us. But the truth of the matter is that the only thing that defines us is what we do in the moment. In the moment. What we intend to do in the future is feeble and maybe not even attainable because you don't know if you're going to get there. And what we've done in the past, nobody cares about anymore but you. So I don't cling to tradition. My son is gay has been since he was three years old i've told you this if i was to cling to tradition it would teach me to try to fix that or to love him less or to shame him or so i i don't cling to the old school traditions because they inhibit me from living my true self and being true to my feelings to those who i love so i i don't disagree with a lot of the things that are fading out i think that um the good is always harder to talk about, um, and the bad is always very predominant. Well, when I look at old traditions, I see more of the bad ones fading out than I do uh, good ones. I think the good stuff is gonna be there because we want the good stuff, and the stuff that we don't see anymore, and that's kind of becoming obsolete, are the things that uh, were meant to fade away for whatever reason. So I'm kind of torn there a little bit. Yeah, there, there's a, uh, a lot of things within tradition and, and, and culture. Not everything in tradition and not everything in culture is good. Uh, but I believe that for us to keep moving us, uh, like, like I said, I'm, I'm, my grandmother has come, comes from Spain. Mm-hmm. My, my dad uh, was, I don't know where my grandfather from, my parents' side, came from his uh, Spain also, but he's Jewish, and my dad has his traditions are a little different than my mom's. But then when we put them together, it's so vital for me, for me to keep a lot of those traditions going. Like like you mentioned, getting together as a family for me is very important mm-hmm. uh, because that's how my dad raised me. And but it doesn't happen that much here. It doesn't. Uh, well, no, it still happens, but now it happens via Zoom. Um, via Skypes and things yeah. of that nature because again the tradition of getting together has evolved to yeah. where remember well, yeah. just two years ago it was like you can't even be with your family yeah, you can't even yes. be next a, to each a other. lot of things have changed a lot of people have to move because of work uh, because of sickness a lot of people have gone uh, so things do change uh, the main focus of tradition though 
I believe, has to keep going because otherwise, once we lose tradition, we lose identity. When we lose identity, oh man, that's where big problems begin. That's where big problems, uh, which is one of the main things you know that, that that I teach. Unless you know where you're at, specifically where you're at right now, you don't know how to get to where you're going. If you don't know where you're at and you don't know where you're going, how are you gonna get? How are you gonna get there? If you don't have anything to aim at, and if you and like if I tell you if I if you hear me say. Uh, from here to uh, San Antonio, it's about four hours. Depending on who's driving, it's about four hours. And if you just take that out of context, then everybody's going to say, uh, somebody that's listening, man, in Monterrey, for instance, oh, it's about four hours from here to uh, uh, San Antonio. And they take off, and they find out that four hours later, they're not even halfway there. Mm -hmm. So why? Because they need to take into consideration where they're at so they can actually have a map that can take them to where they're going. Most people don't know that. Most people don't know exactly what, or even if they know, they kind of ignore it, or some people don't even want to know where they're at, because once they know where they're at, they're responsible to do something about it, and responsibility is something that most human beings don't want to do deal with, because that's, uh-oh, uh, you know what, I, I'd rather stay here at home and, and, and play games all day long, because that way I'm not responsible for anything. Okay, fine, but then again, you're gonna accomplish nothing in life. You're gonna turn 30 and you're still playing games, so you haven't accomplished anything in life. And for a man to have no meaning, uh, no meaningful things to do is devastating. So it's uh, extremely important. It, it, it's of a paramount importance that you find out where you're at right now so you can start making the changes that you, that you did, you did them based on where you were at at the moment. right. So then you start going, okay, I'm gonna switch here, I'm gonna switch there, I'm gonna switch there. And every so often you check the results and you see that it's working. So hey, that, that gives you, the, hey, it pumps you up and you keep going, you keep adding a few more things, a few more changes. You probably started out on small changes and then it went to a higher changes. And, but it started out, this is where I'm at, this is where I wanna be, and this is how I'm gonna get there. Yeah, you're absolutely right because it, it takes a lot of time to to figure out how you're gonna be going on that path. For example, like it, I sat in my couch watching YouTube videos of Les Brown motivational content yes. for three years, mm -hmm. and at one point I was like, "Well, shit, man, I, I kind of have to like get up, up and, and do, do something. Yeah. I just can't listen to this stuff all the time." So I started applying the principles I, that yeah. I learned from him, but it took three years and the thing that that sucks is that it takes so long for somebody to get to that point but if you're consistent if you're motivated you can find a way to get motivated and do it long enough it becomes disciplined that's the difference between you have to do it so many times so many times I like i don't want to go and do half of the stuff like counting all my calories it sucks yeah, i eat the I same thing all the time and it's starting to suck and i'm getting all those things back it's like oh man my body's tired of it. i can feel it like it's different and it sucks but i know that i need to do that stuff to be able to get to the goals that i want and it's hard but yes. it can be done yes but as you go you learn better ways of doing it you know because yeah. you become you more efficient with, yeah you start with what you got right then at the moment but then I, I, I did a little uh, uh, work uh, or experiment. I, I was uh, counseling this person, and I said, Elisa, I, I'm going to grab you. We wanted to know why is it that you're doing what you're doing. And, and as we were talking, 
said, I want you to uh, come with me. I'm going to take you over here to the day that you had this encounter with your mom and this disagreement. And I want you to tell me how you feel. And I want you to feel exactly how you felt when you were talking to your mom. And you were there. And, and, and then, so I'm going to take you back to today. Let's go back over here. Now tell me how that made you feel. So we did that back and forth for, for a while until she realized the first thing I got to do now is all those feelings that I had, I have to admit that I do have them. They were real. Mm-hmm. You can't hide them. They're there. I think that's the problem is most people don't admit that they have those problems. And yeah. they're very just, they, they, they don't mm-hmm. admit it. That's, yes. That's because of the tradition that yeah. nobody wants a to dissolve. Them, yes. Because why? Because in La Ropa Sucia Se Lava en Casa. Yeah. I have you know, uh, like, four uh, recordings on YouTube that just uh, depression in church is called. Why in church? Because that's the place where most people will deny it completely. They can go through depression and die of depression and still be telling you, I'm not depressed. Mm -hmm. Because if I say I'm depressed, it means I have no faith. And uh, people, what are church people can say when I say I'm depressed, I'm going through uh, all these emotions, and, and, and they don't realize that God didn't call us to be angelic. God called us to be human beings true human beings and true human beings go through all these situations that, that we need to admit. A lot of people say, no, 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 I don't receive that. I don't accept that. No, I, I don't have that. Then I, I, the people would ask me, can you pray for me? Because, uh, oh, you have cancer. I don't receive that. And then go sit down because why, why am yeah. I going to pray for you if you, don't, if you don't have Well, I do. Well, then you need to make up your mind. Yeah. You know, see, it's, we feel like God is afraid of our problems we're depressed oh god's gonna get surprised and could be scared or offended because one of his children is depressed there's nothing that's going to scare god you know yeah. and uh, your problems, my problems don't surprise him don't scare him uh but we try to hide things but uh, this girl and i also think the, the a lot of the times people will deny god like the the existence yeah. well for me i i believe in there's a bigger power there's a bigger because i can see it when I go outside and see the stars at night and I yeah. can smell the air, I can hear the birds in the morning. I can give gratefulness to everything that's going on in my life, even if it's hard. Like I, I get there's a bigger being, there's something bigger. And I think that makes us so much more special because we have that same power to give it back to everybody else. It's the most interesting thing in the world. And we talk about this all the time is the power of writing down your goals and putting it on paper mm-hmm. and also saying it out into yeah, the world. You got to give it to the universe. You yeah. have to. Yeah, it's uh, logos. The Bible says use the word logos, and, uh, meaning actually referring to the Son of God or God himself, Logos. And that's the part, that's the word, the, the, the word that we speak. Uh, in fact, even the name of, uh, uh, of God, when God Elohim, it's a name that is given to God in the Bible when he is creating. And as he's creating us, and he, and he tells us that we are made just a little below the angels, so we are made into his image. That means that when we speak, that logos that comes out is also a creative power that we have. So we have to be very careful of the words that we use because they're, they're seeds, and seeds create. And when seeds create, they create something either positive or negative. Mm-hmm. It can be some good or some bad. 
Uh, and uh, they're just words. No, they're not just words. Uh, no, they're very powerful. Uh, yeah, Sig Ziglar would talk a lot about the son of you know Sig Ziglar. Uh, uh, that guy is uh, he used to train a lot of people in closing techniques, closing the sale. One of his books. Uh, it's uh, he would say. Uh, Words have power, and he gave an example of this lady that was, and she was cussing out real bad. And he said, Ma'am, I mean, you're so beautiful, and you use that language. Said, they're just words. Uh, if they're just words, would you talk like that in front of your mom? No, <laughs> then they're not just words. You know, words have an impact. When we talk to our children and we talk to our loved ones, the way we talk to them, the words we say to them make an impact <clears> on them. <throat> And once we let the words out, once we utter the words, it's a no shot arrow. Yeah, you cannot unsay what you just said. So it it, it is very careful. Sometimes my, my wife tells me, sometimes you speak very slowly, very calmly, because I have to think of what I'm about <laughs> to say, because I can get my emotions going and I start talking and say all the wrong things. And once I say them. Yeah, the, the problem becomes is, is if you don't say it with enough time, you don't know what you're talking about. And if you don't say anything at all, it's like, okay, well, what do you say? It's like, well, you it, see, I believe it. I, I look at everything that you just said I agree with. I didn't get it from the Bible. I got it from that. I just, right before, you, right before you walked in, I told him how this book that I read several years ago, The Four Agreements, uh, speaks about how we're the only species on the face of the earth that is born with an innate desire to create a language to be able to communicate. Animals can sense each other mm -hmm. and they can sense happiness and danger, but they cannot communicate about what they ate this morning and right. this and that. Humans, we need to draw and say, okay, this is an A and it looks like this. Do you agree? Yes, you agree. So now we've created a language. And the reason why we have that, this book says that all you need to know about the Bible, and this offends a lot of people, but I believe it to be true uh, personally, is what is spoken or what is written in the first page of the Bible. It says, in the beginning, the earth was void, and then there was the word, mm -hmm. and the word was God. And God created us after that. So that to me, and the book tells me this four agreements, that the most important thing we have ever had before there was anything was a word, the word. Yeah. And God gave us the want to speak and to communicate. He gave us the power of the word. And we can create our own worlds the way he created all of us. We can create our yeah. own small world simply by using the right words in a positive way. Yes. And the, the Toltecan people called this black and white magic. And if you used your words in a manner that spread gossip and rumors and, and you know, just uh, negative stuff, then you would create a negative world around you. And if you used your words to speak uh, praise and truth and, and virtue, that, that this is what would become your world. Yeah. And, so I believe that. Yeah, and, and actually, your words don't start with your words. Your words start with the thought. And uh, once the thought comes in, somebody said, uh, 
What do you mean freedom of speech? Why do you want freedom of speech if all you're going to do is say stupidities? You know, we need freedom of thought. <laughs> you need to learn how to think. You need to learn to think the right things so you can speak the right things. Uh, so when uh, I was in San Antonio once and I was doing my hair, the shampoo in my hair, and I was looking at the ceiling, and it said, uh, be careful with your thoughts because your thoughts Become, because be careful of what you see, because you see what you see becomes your thoughts. What you thoughts, what you think becomes your words. What you speak becomes become your actions. What you, and your actions become your habits, and your habits becomes your destiny. So it starts with with a thought. So when the Bible says we need to learn to change our minds, transform our minds, or transform our, our ourselves by the. Uh, changing or transforming of our thought process, of our habits, and uh, the way we think, the way we react. Because uh, when we start thinking right, we start speaking right. And when we start speaking right, we start creating the right things. And when we start creating the right things, there's positive things in our lives so we can move on. There's a meaningful thing, which is the main teaching that we have. There's a meaningful thing in life for me to move on because life, as you would say, life sucks. And if you don't have a meaningful reason to wake up in the morning, you're going to allow the storms of life to keep you down in bed and say, what's the use? You're not going to change the world. Nobody can change your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think another interesting thing, too, is that that simply put, people don't sit down and think together. Like they don't have conversations. And I think a lot of people are scared of having conversations because they're afraid of how people are going to perceive them. Like Rob and I, we chat all day long about everything because I know he'll never judge me. And I know any of the stuff I'd ever say will never leave this room. I think people just simply do not have conversations and think about the things that are going to happen in life. Like we know that the, the this next year, the, the economy is going to suck it's even suck, more. Yeah. So we're sitting here trying to figure out how we're going to deal with that. So I think s- people simply do not think, think and, and converse you know, that, anymore. That, that is true. And, a lot and of, not, not only not that, that you don't st- that you speak to each other, a lot of it has to do with this little smart or not so smart things. Well, they're smart. We're the ones who are not so smart. That's but, right. Uh, we don't even make time to, for ourselves, to think, to see where we're at, to kind of regroup. Uh, there's a lot of reasons sometimes why things happen in our lives that stop us from going on with whatever we had planned. Uh, next month, on the 13th of October, it'll be a year since I had an open heart surgery. And I felt like I needed to sit down and regroup and do everything I, I was planning. But I was going, no, I, in fact, we had just had a meeting, okay, on, on, on October, we're going to be doing this, this, and that. November, did it, this, and that. By December, oh, I mean, we had everything all put together with that. And all of a sudden, I go to the uh, heart doctor, and he tells me, uh, we're going to do a little stand. And it makes a long story short, ended up with a, a quadruple bypass. Wow. And that kept me... Uh, out of commission for about four months. I mean, I was out and about in, in a month, you know, because thank God it I recuperated pretty fast. But I couldn't do much. And I learned through that process, speaking again, the process, I had to be going through the whole process. I had to sit down and think. And you learn so much about yourself when you actually 
do nothing but sit That's why down. people don't do it. Yeah, and think. Yeah. yeah. And you start thinking and you start realizing, hey, I thought I was like that and no, I'm this. Uh, I thought I was going the right way and no, I wasn't going the right way. But you never gave yourself the chance to sit down and think. It's good when you have a friend or somebody that can sit down and talk. My wife and I talk uh, forever. But there's times when you need to sit down. Solitude is something that is great. Oh, absolutely. Know? And it's, you can sit down and actually uh, realize you know, there's greatness out there. There's so much that God prepared for me that I can reach, that I can accomplish. But I need to know what it is. And in order for me to know what it is, and to sit down and make the time to find out. And I believe that the greatness is that everybody's looking for elsewhere is right here. It is not there. Yes, definitely. Because there is a purpose that got placed in there. Something great that got placed in there. And people try to figure out, they expect something like the Ten Commandments, you know, a voice from heaven. It's not that mystical. You know, it's something that you have inside that you probably already do and don't even know. You know, I tell people, hey, What's your passion? You know, I, I, I love that word passion because uh, I, I always tell people my best uh, disciple is my wife. Because I, uh, every lesson I taught years ago, she grasped it, got engaged with it, used it, and up till today, she's passionate about everything she does. The Greeks would say, and I learned that from a movie, I recommend it to you. It's, uh, uh, serendipity. Uh, if you haven't watched it, it's a uh, romantic comedy, real good. I have. But they, they, they mentioned this. Greeks didn't write obituaries. They just had a question: Did this man have passion? And, and to me, it's like if you don't have passion for what you're doing, and you're wasting your life, and you're wasting somebody else's life. And it's because what you do, whatever it is, whether it's uh, sweeping the streets. Do it with passion. Well, I think uh, the problem comes up is where where a lot of people have a negative stereotype of selfishness. And I think selfishness is is kind of portrayed as the bad guy here because I think for you to be able to go out into this world and, and go make yourself who you want to be and then be able to do whatever you want in the future, you have to have a certain level of selfishness. And that's frowned upon by a lot of people, especially in our culture, in our, in our area. And it's just frowned upon by, by everybody because who wants to be with a selfish person? But I believe 100% that people need to be selfish to become selfless. And I, I 100% agree with that. Definitely, because one of the things about you reaching that meaningful path, that, that purpose that you had, it's that it's not actually just for you. Because when, I, when I'm doing what I was born to do, my family benefits we'll from it. They benefit, yeah. yeah. And not only my family, but the uh, community and we every person that. that you get to talk to about the journey that you completed or that you are on that is a positive journey, it becomes beneficial for them, too, because they, yeah. get, they get excited about it. They get inspired. They yeah. get to go on the life. Well, can I do that, too? Yeah, they, yeah. they can. Definitely. And it was a lady called me once in the morning because on a Wednesday night, I had taught something some like this. And I was t- telling people, see, we were not created just to wake up in the morning, go to work, uh, go back home, and wake up in the morning, go to work. No, no, there's something specific that you're good for. Something, it's like, a, uh, like this iPhone. It comes with an uh, with instruction book that says, 
do not use it until you read it. Obviously, we don't Nobody do that. <laughs> well, we are even better than an iPhone, and, and we come with an instruction book that says, do not use it for the things that it's not supposed to be used for. And we normally use ourselves on things that we're not supposed to be using our own person for things that we're not supposed to. And if this is so important to actually read and, 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 and understand it so you can actually maximize the, the, the use of it, so much more our, our, our lives. We need, we need, but when we actually read something, this lady was telling me, I couldn't sleep last night. I couldn't sleep. Why? Because I, I kept thinking, what am I good for? What am I? And, and, yeah, people carry their thoughts with yeah. them too and much. Said, we talk about that all the time. Yeah. And I said, well, that's great. And I said, why? Because at least now you have that, this little urge to find out what's inside of me. What did God deposit inside of me that I can check? You probably already do it. You haven't noticed it. And she asked me, do you know what you purpose as Leo? Definitely. And she asked me, what? What I did last night? Why? Help you believe that you have a purpose in life, that you're not an accident. A friend of mine, one of my mentors used to say, you can live by design or you can live by accident. And I mean, we have a design. Design your life. Yeah. And, and, and it's, uh, uh, it's not, he wrote a book that's called uh, Live Full and Die Empty. I gave that to my wife. She read it and, and she used that a lot. But uh, you go after everything that God created you to do. You'll reach some, miss some. Uh, somebody told me I never lose. I'll either win or learn. Learn. <laughs> so, so learn it's expensively like, and yeah, painfully. So, and hey, <laughs> listen, it, it's, it's true because when you fail, and nobody's going to fail unless they're trying to do something. And if you're trying to do something, you're liable to fail once in a while. And, yeah. and actually, you're going to learn from that. It, 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 Many more times than yeah. win. <laughs> At least, I, I, I tell people, if you only if you count the times I failed and you get a dollar for it, you're going to be rich. <laughs> yeah, Mark, Mark Cuban is famous yes. for saying all you need is that one yes. thing. And then your life will change. You know what, the story of uh, WD-40, right? No, no, no. WD-40, you know, when it, that little sure, spray. Yeah. They... Then all that uh, combination of this, combination of that, for 39 times, and they failed each time. And they said, we're done. And one of them said, let's go with it one more time. Let's try something different one more time. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So they tried it, worked. They've made millions since then. That's what's called WD-40, because they, <laughs> they didn't work till the 40th time. Interesting. Wow. Only one time. They only they only did it right one time, and thirty nine times they did it wrong. Yeah, I, I don't think a lot of people understand that. Is that you're gonna wake up tomorrow and you're gonna face the same problem, so you yeah. might as well go out and try something and do something different yes. and and fail forward. I mean, nobody likes to say that they're gonna fail forward, but you need to get to those fails a bad plan as is better fast than a plan. as yeah. you possibly can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's uh, uh, teachers have this uh, saying. I've been teaching. For 30 years, you're not going to teach me anything. Well, it doesn't mean you've been doing it right. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah. You've been teaching me for 40 years. You've been teaching it, teaching it. You were doing all the wrong things. And, uh, somebody said, uh, what is uh, some makes perfect? Uh, practice makes perfect. I said, nah, practice just makes it a habit. <laughs> if you're practicing it wrong, it is not going to make it perfect. perfect. Yeah. So it's just going to turn into a habit. If, you, if it says Houston left 
you, you think, oh, it's no longer there. No, it's just take a, and you keep taking a right, you can take it 50 times and you can say, it's going to get better and it ain't going to get yeah. better. <laughs> Unless you're you in the 410 loop. <laughs> yeah. So but it, it, Daniel, let us know where everybody can find you on social media. Okay. Now I have my email. My wife right now is working on my uh, cards and everything else that's mm -hmm. got the QR uh, for my uh, information and everything. Right now, you can find me at carlosdanielviveros at gmail.com. That is my email. Uh, you can find me on YouTube under my name, Daniel Viveros, and uh, I have many uh, videos there that you can check. Uh, also, Facebook. I have a couple of uh, Facebook, which is one was done by mistake. I don't know how we created, but <laughs> I've got two. You can check either one because uh, the, the videos, I normally upload them to Facebook mm -hmm. also. So uh, right now, that's uh, my my information. Also, I have a number for those that, I, and since a friend of mine told me, if your brain does, uh, or memory doesn't work that well, you know, make one out of paper. <laughs> and and, and uh, I have one in my not even my paper is valid, but my number is uh, 956-777-2172, which is the, uh, the one that I use for anything that relates to uh, life coaching or videos or oh, anything. Nice. And if anybody watches any of those videos and has any questions or uh, wants me to deal with any specific or speak about any specific topic, if, obviously if I'm inform on, on that topic as well yeah. or if you have any questions on, on the uh, videos that, that we uploaded feel free to uh, say put it. them in the comments so the yeah. algorithm can help you out yes. there man there's Not nothing like that. YouTube it, out there any critiques you know I, 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 believe me I'm I'm old enough to say, oh, okay, well, I blew it <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, no, no problem I, I won't get offended I'm not and I, yeah, I think that's a good skill to have for people that should have some thick skin. But uh, thank you for your time. You I, so I appreciate much, your positive message that you're putting out to the world and helping people find their passion. Thank you. You know, it was a pleasure being here, and I uh, commend you guys for everything you're doing. Thank and you. I know you guys are doing good, and you're gonna do even better. But uh, next year, a lot of great things are happening, not only for you but for us and and for the valley. We're awesome. Really praying that this valley is going to grow and get even better yeah absolutely rob and i have a lot of plans for our studio in the next five years to be able to position ourselves where we want to position want ourselves to it's like you said we have a plan we had a plan so yeah. all right guys thank you so much guys thank you for listening see you thank you